Good morning, uh, my beautiful people. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving from your favorite host, Chad Ward here on Pressing Toward the Mark. Um, Today, be encouraged knowing that God is in control. Now, I know that can be a very hard pill to swallow during unprecedented times, um, but even in trials, God is still good. Um, He will always be good no matter what crisis comes about the earth No matter what storms come into your lives, we must understand that our God will come through and deliver us from it. Um, Through it all, I give God thanks for all he has done and all he is doing in the midst of some tough times. Thanks be to God. Um, This Sunday uh, or this, yes, this past Sunday, um, I was battling through some thoughts that were so negative and felt like I just wanted to give up. I had... uh, ran out of man-made solutions, if you will. And God spoke a word through the messenger that morning about um, persevering through hard times. Uh, the messenger read from First uh, Peter uh, chapter 1, and the words of each verse that was read and taught sunk into my spirit. And I want to read you um, those uh, verses right now. If I'm going to pull it up now, um, it, was, it just it just stuck out to me because sometimes we forget why we go through tough times and why um, certain things happen. Um, we have we have to understand that uh, there are trials that are, that are going to come. Um, there are uh, un- uncertainty is going to hit. And we must understand that as well. And and it's okay. At the end of the day, we must know that God has it all under control. So I'm going to go ahead and read First uh, Peter chapter 1. Uh, I think it was verse 3 through 7, I believe. But I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version. Um, so it says, Bless be the God and Father of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse six, in this you rejoice, (laughs) in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, right? That's something that we've been going through various trials right now. I'm pretty sure everyone had their lows of the pandemic, right? The things that we're going through right now. All right. So it says, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. All right. So let me break this down for you. So the first thing that sticks out to me um, is rejoice. Okay. 
to rejoice and keep an eternal uh, perspective. Now, I know that is a very hard thing to do during these times. I know that the weight of this world is on our shoulders and we're finding or trying to find different things. Uh, well, the solution to those things. All right. So we got so many things going on. Uh, bills need to be paid. Um, you know, I know a lot of people right now, like I know I've been uh, talking to a couple of friends of mine. They're getting into the wholesaling business because there are a lot of distressed sellers. So, for instance, um, I think interest rates are very low at a very low um, uh, percentages at this point. Um, and a lot of people are we have a lot of distressed sellers and things like that. So I know it's people that are are battling, uh, maybe losing their homes during this time because they lost their job um, during the pandemic, um, you know, uh, some money issues. I know we have, you know, may have some family issues that's going on on top of being in a, a pandemic. I know that we just had the uh, uh, president election um, uh, and I know that may have um, brought some turmoil um, into uh, the nation, whether it's like who you voted for and this whole um, black against white. And it's just a lot of craziness going around, you know, a lot of uncertainty going around. And it is imperative that even in these tough times, we must rejoice and keep an eternal uh, perspective, you know, knowing that you have a home in heaven because of your faith in Jesus Christ. Right. He has giving you the free gift of salvation. Okay. Salvation is free. All right. It's free. It's a free gift for your faith in Jesus Christ. Right. It's something that he gives to you freely. So place your mind on heaven, even in trials for heaven is far more greater than here on earth. Right. Heaven is far more greater than a life here on earth. Right. And I know that's that's another hard pill to swallow, because a lot of the times we get so caught up what's going on on Earth. <laughs> it's like, you know, like the whole big mantra right now is about, you know, building wealth and making sure that we have enough money to leave for our families um, that come after us. Um, this whole thing where, um, you know, Becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a, bi a business person or whatever it may be there, like our focuses are, are are being dragged in different areas and from different angles that we sometimes forget about the true meaning of life. Right. Because. Before you have to understand, like before Jesus, we were dead. <laughs> we were just 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 just. Just, just living life aimlessly, right? And Jesus came and gave us life. And now we have a sense of purpose, a sense of meaning for, for life, right? Um, a reason to live, a reason to choose to pick up our cross and follow Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So with that being said, we must understand that this life that we live now, even in the trials that we may face, or even some of the blessings that we normally see that God gives generously to all. Um, we can start to see that heaven is a lot greater than the life that we live or are, are living here on earth. Um, so one thing I want to really point out is uh, what does rejoice mean? 
So to rejoice um, is to show great joy or delight. Um, it is a verb. This is a verb, people. So this is an action and not a feeling. Now, joy, the joy that you may feel, okay, that's a feeling. Or the delight, the, um, the delightfulness, uh, that's something that you may feel. But you have to understand rejoicing is an action. You choose to, you have a choice to uh, rejoice, right? So um, we also have to understand that, that when we rejoice, we must choose to rejoice, even in hard times, even when we don't feel like it, right? This is showing God that we are thankful for the things that he's doing, even though we don't see it. I know it gets hard, but you must understand that God knows all about your troubles. He knows about Every single thing that you're going through, every thought that you may be thinking during these times, um, you know, every feeling that you may be feeling right now in this moment. Right. So understand that God knows about your troubles. Right. So we are to rejoice in the Lord, always giving thanks and giving praise. Right. I know it's a hard thing to do, obviously winning trials, but that is something that God challenges us to do. Um, we must do those things. So it's very important that we must understand why we go through trials, right? That's one thing. And the reason to give thanks, the reason to give praise, and why it's so important to do these things, right? So another thing that I wanted to point out um from from the scripture, I believe it was. OK, so verse seven, it says, um, or let me start at six. So it says in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. OK, so. This sim so I, I look at this as a, a symbolic uh, example, if you will, about um, how you know the Bible uses gold. So normally, um, before gold is or receives its value, obviously it has to go through refinery. So it has to be refined because there are impurities in the gold that need to come out for it to be at its best. Right? Let that sink in. So. Understand that in order for the impurities to come out of the goal, the goal must go through fire. All right. That is symbolic to what we go through on our journey with Christ. So everything is going to be peaches and cream. And we see that with this symbolic uh, uh, imagery, if you will, um, when it comes to about like with the goal and fire. So we have to go through the fire just like gold does to be refined and to be purified. So trials is such an important thing. I know it's not something that we like to talk about because it creates anxiety. It creates us to it, it, it causes us to uh, waver in our spirit at times. Everybody's guilty of wavering in the spirit. Everybody or wavering in their faith. Everyone, everyone has has fallen short of the glory and have has done that where we doubt God and doubt who he is and and 
we see our circumstances as these big, huge things or obstacles that are in front of us, these giants that are in front of us, not knowing that God has the power to erase it all. Right. So we must go through the fire to be refined and to be purified, to be um, to be perfected. Uh, The impurities must go. Right. So understand that your trials and tribulations, your suffering, uh, your persecution, we must go through all of that and we must go through it and endure. Right. We have to endure these things. All right. So there's no <laughs> on this journey in life. There is no easy way out. <laughs> you're going to have you're going to have trials. You're going to have things come up. So there is important that you understand it from this perspective, this holy perspective that God wants us to see. That we must go through the go through these things um, to be refined and to be uh, purified, just like gold does. Um, and another thing is that through the uh, or for the testing of our faith, it produces perseverance. So um, James, I'm going to read James one and three from the Amplified. It says, "Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience." Right. So you have to go through certain things. All right. In order for your faith to be matured. Right. So it says, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance. So you going through the experiences that you do, they may not be the best ones, but you go through them. This produces endurance, meaning leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. So at the end of the day, when you go through these things, now you can be now you can now you have a testimony to tell others that. They can get through whatever they're going through as well because you did it and you can be that pillar of faith for them in the midst of their storm and be able to lift them up so that they may be able to uh, have their as their uh, faith is tested, um, if you will. They can go through that experience and understand that this is going to produce endurance leading to their uh, spiritual maturity and inner peace. Um, Hebrews 12, uh, 12 and 2 also says, looking to Jesus. Here's, here's, this is very important. So it says, looking to Jesus, right? The founder and perfecter of our faith. So Jesus is the founder and perfective, uh, perfecter, that is, of our faith. All right. We must understand that. And it says, looking to Jesus. So when we're looking to Jesus, our eyes must be fixed on him, right? We must be looking to him to perfect our faith because he's the perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, right? Jesus endured the cross. He died for our sins. He endured the cross. He endured suffering, right? Despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So here's, this is so important. And I, I, and when I was writing this, um, this portion out for this part of the podcast, um, I started to think, I'm like, geez, Louise, like Jesus really went through some stuff, man. <laughs> he really did. Like he endured the cross. Uh, like, and when you look at it from that perspective, you have to understand like, so like you are dying for all the sin that the world has, has done. Like any give, like wrong, like you're dying for sins on top of sins, right? To be crucified, to be told that you're not who you are or who you say you are and you're crucified and, and you endure it, right? Jesus did that. 
which is why we should endure what we go through, the things that we are having trouble with, the things that are coming into our lives and causing chaos. We can endure just like Jesus did, but it's going to take for us to adopt the mind of Christ so that we can see it from his perspective. So you have to look to Jesus. This is where we must look to. We must look to Jesus. He is the perfecter of our faith. So our eyes must be fixed. Now, this reminds me of when Jesus asked Peter to come from the boat and uh, to walk on the water. Um, And as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus, he fell into the water and started to drown. And Peter cries out, oh, Lord, save me. Right. And this was in, I believe, Matthew uh, chapter 14. Um, But he takes his eyes off of Jesus, falls in the water. Right. And says. Well, he doesn't say it. He cries it out and says, Lord, save me. So what, what does Jesus do? He reaches out and grabs Peter and says, oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? Does that sound like some of us during this pandemic? Because guess what? It sounds like me. How I was in the beginning. Like, yo, what's going to happen? I'm going to lose my job, you know, and we're going to be able to work or we're going to be able to go to the gym, man. We, it's a lot, a lot of things that we were like uncertain about, like what is going to happen? Like, am I going to contract this virus or and what is one of my loved ones going to contract the virus? Like it was so many things that was uh, uh, or that were going through my mind at the time. And I'm sure it was going through a lot of people's minds. And I believe that God says those same words that Jesus said to Peter. He says those same words to us. Um, when we're wavering in our faith during hard times and trials. Um, So it is imperative and important that we must keep our eyes on Jesus, right? Um, So one of the things that I normally look at, well, at least, or the the things that I have been looking at was um, the good things that actually happened in this uh, uh, pandemic. So we see, we saw a great shift from people relying on jobs to actually starting businesses and things of their own, which was very delightful to see that people were actually um, stepping out on faith and actually starting things or taking their lives, you know, um, I guess in their own hands in a sense. Um, but they, but they step, they, but they were stepping out on faith in order to um, start their businesses or become full time entrepreneurs or uh, starting something on top of having a job. Um, there are a lot of good things, you know. We had this uh, economic stimulus package, whatever you call it. Uh, we had that. Second one is in talk in the talks or in the makings now. Not sure if we'll get it, but at the end of the day, um, you know, we did have that. Uh, stimulus package to help out um, people that didn't have jobs during the first part of the pandemic. Um, You know, they have jobs now, which is great. So praise be to God that, uh, 
you know, there were good things in this pandemic, but I believe the pandemic and all the uncertainty surrounding it kind of took our focus off of God and it it didn't allow us to see the good things even in bad times. And that's what happens when the enemy strikes, right? The enemy, the enemy does not want you to see the good things even in the trials. He doesn't want you to have these this type of uh, perspective on life from 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 above, right? He doesn't want you to have this eternal perspective about life because when you have that type of perspective, you're activating your faith, knowing that, okay, this too shall pass, right? Or, okay, we're going through a little economic uh, downfall, huh? this too shall pass, as we have seen in the stock market, like, yo, I'm I'm a I'm a big time investor. Um, something that I've been starting up um, quite recently, but yo, I'm like all in. You know, like I love I love investing. I fell in love fell in love with it. Um, but the stock market has been performing a lot better than it has in the past. Like we've seen, like uh, I think this month alone, the stock market has uh, done very well. In comparison to November's in the past, I think is this has been this best month. Um, and you know, you have people all on social media talking about the gains that they're having and things like that. So yeah, there are some good things that are happening in this uh, this quote unquote uh, pandemic. But don't allow it to be a distraction so that that you don't see the good within it. Like yeah, I know a lot of things are bad right now, but. We must see the positive in trials, right? That's what the Bible is telling us to do, especially in these uh, scriptures that I'm reading to you as well. Um, so in giving thanks and praise to God, something unique happens. So one, it takes the sting out of adversity. So for instance, you may be going th- like right now, so like someone may be out of a job, but they they're believing that God is going to bring them out. So what happens is this this particular believer um, gives praise to God, knowing who he is and what he can do, even in the midst of a trial. So what happens is it encourages the believer to believe even the more because they understand who God is. They know that um, the, the, the type of power that he has so they put their faith in him. So they, um, as they put their faith in him, they give him praise. They give him thanks, knowing that all will be well, right? So giving thanks and praise to God takes the sting out of adversity, and then it encourages you to believe even the more. It's easier said than done, of course. I mean, I need to work at this as well. But when we praise and give thanks to God, right? It transitions our mindset into believing that whatever we are dealing with is not too big for God. Right. Our circumstances, the things that we're going through right now, they're not too big for God. Right. However, it is an opportunity to see our circumstances from his holy perspective. Right. So Psalms 118 And one says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. 
right? Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. So give thanks to the Lord for he is good. That's one reason to give the Lord thanks, to give the Lord praise, because he is good and that his steadfast love endures forever, right? So we should be giving praise and honor and glory and thanks to God alone just because he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. Ephesians 5 and 20 also says, always giving thanks, not sometimes, but it says always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we give thanks to God the Father for everything, every single thing. I take the good, I take the bad, but Lord, I give you thanks, right? I give you thanks because it's you who give me who gives me life. It is you who provides for my family. It is you who uh, provided a roof over my head, food to eat, clothes to wear, transportation to get to and fro. Like it is God, right? It is by God, the grace of God, right? So we are to give the Lord thanks for everything, good and bad, and remember that. The trials and suffering that we may go through, that we may experience in this lifetime, purifies us, refines us like the goal that is put through the fire for refining. And a little encouragement on this little Thanksgiving, this too shall pass. So enjoy your families. Enjoy the good food. Yeah, COVID has changed a lot of things on how we interact with our family and friends. But find something that you can be thankful for today and forevermore. And before we leave, I want to uh, offer some prayer. So give me a second here. Just grab my book. And um, you can say this along with me, uh, anyone that may be listening. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father and Savior, thank you for your word that instructs me to give thanks for everything. No matter what circumstance comes my way. I declare you as Lord and I will give you thanks. Teach me to be thankful for everything and not to grow weary in hard times. Thank you, Jesus, for my family, my career, and all that you are doing behind the scenes. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to give a special thanks to any of the individuals that took the time out of the day to listen to the first episode of Press Toward the Mark. And this is your host, Chad Ward, signing out. And I hope you all have a blessed Thanksgiving. I love you all and continue to press toward the mark. Thank you.